One, two, one, two, can you hear me on this shit? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm Sam Backer, and you're listening to Ghost Man, a podcast from Afropop Worldwide. This week, we're going to spend some time with one of the most enigmatic musicians we've ever met. A phantom, a specter, DJ Spoko. I grew up with, from the streets, you know, they'd be like, yo, Spoko, Spoko, everyone. So like, even when I have to push my thing, I didn't have to name myself. So I can't change if I say I'm DJ Marvin, yes, my name is Marvin. They're gonna like, who's Marvin? So I had just to go because I'm doing this for my fans. So even the music Bacardi was named by the fans. So yo, your shit is Bacardi when we sipping Bacardi, man. South Africa, specifically from Attridgeville, a township near Pretoria in the country's north. Working from his home studio, he's produced a steady stream of some of the best electronic music I've ever heard. It's an eerie, driving style he calls Bacardi House for the brand of rum consumed by its fans in local clubs. Spoko recently released War God, his first full-length album. 20 tracks long, it pulls from his extensive, although not particularly available, discography. It's almost as much a greatest hits collection as it is a debut. Spoko's pretty excited about it. The War God is coming. That's my album with 20 tracks. It's coming, man. Yeah, there's 20 tracks. Pure disease, pure love. <laughs> it's everything pure in there, man. Spoko plays a strange, almost mutant form of Kwaito, an electronic genre that achieved massive popularity on the post-apartheid dance floors of South Africa. Kwaito's a fusion between the sounds of Chicago House and Bubblegum, a bright, electronic style that dominated the charts during most of the 1980s. Throw in some hip-hop vocal swagger, and you have the recipe for a vibrant, inventive music. That's 50-50, an enormous hit for the Kwaito superstar Mdu, one of Spoko's favorite artists. South Africa has one of the continent's largest music industries, and over the years, enough Kwaito had been released internationally to give people a sense for the genre. As you can hear, it's a sound situated somewhere in between rap's raw attack and the chilled out bounce of house. Some of it was a little corny, but what chart-topping style isn't? Still, no one expected South Africa to produce anything that sounded like Spoko.
What you're hearing is Township Funk. It's an undeniable masterpiece. It takes the basic sound of Kwaito and hollows it out, removing the comforting pulse that links it to house music and leaving only the hard-edged snare and the low churn of the bass. It sounds like the ghost of dance music. With international attention glued to South Africa during the 2010 World Cup, the nation's music had a once-in-a-lifetime chance to reach far beyond its usual audience. For us, it was the video for the township. It couldn't even been played like 100 times. They played maybe once, twice, and say, yo, this too much township took it off. You know, so we are like, ah, it's another track. <laughs> Keep on working. But the next thing, it was like, yo, that track, it's like it's playing all over the world, man. I remember listening to it at the time, as a friend played it as loud as he could out of tinny laptop speakers. I was amazed. I had never realized that the absence of sound could work like a hook before. Dark and threateningly spare, Township Funk was more than enough to bring Mujava international attention. When he failed to release many more tracks, word began to spread that there was someone else behind his sound, a mysterious producer named Spoko. I got a chance to interview Spoko this summer, when he was in New York to play shows at Central Park Summer Stage and MoMA's PS1. We talked about his new album, and he told the story of how he got his start. I can't say I was making electro music. I was trying to make Kwaito, this weird Kwaito. It gotta be a little more faster. It gotta have this energy. The first guy I gave him my tape, he came and asked for it because I was playing it on my computer. Be like, yo, give me your tape. So yo, what do you wanna do in my tape? I said, no, I wanna play it, man. I got a car. I just wanna play it in my car for myself. So I'll be like giving him tracks. So when he's been playing the tracks, he became famous than me by just playing my music. Who was it? It's a guy from the township, just another thug in the hood with this stolen car. <laughs> it's the next thing we moved to the Texas, you know. Because the taxi driver, they're gangsters as well, so they be like hollering at those. And they say, yo, in our society, we play this kind of music, man, we need it. Then they put the, the music into the taxi. It became like taxi music. Each and every taxi that goes to town, it'd be like, boom, boom, boom. If it's not boom, boom, it's, it's noisy, you know. But, the, you know, the old people, they used to get irritated. Only the youth, you know. Only the youth, you'll find them there, like, being happy, waiting for this certain taxi to come because this certain taxi plays this certain song that other taxis they don't have, you know. So I started just programming it now. I'm no longer even interested in Deep House, that is, it's taken over. South Africa, I'm not even interested in the quiet that was so big at that time. I kept on doing what I'm doing. You know, kept on doing it, kept on doing it, kept on doing it. Until in my hood, it's like, boom, my hood, they listen only me. Until it took over other townships around Pretoria. Until it took over the northern province, the northwest, the Devon. You know, the only city that didn't take over is Joburg. I took it over, but they don't want to admit, you know what I'm saying? When we came up with the Java project, it was like, yo, the another chapter, you know. Because when we came up with Java, we didn't just like came up with this, my style. We tried to do bass and drum from Java. You know, like bass and drum is like boom, boom, go 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 like a boom, boom, 
But with that 808 kick, so so heavy, like boom, boom, with the snare. But when it breaches, the snare be so thin. So like people they used to go crazy for that. No na marusna, re re dala ka jibi. Riski mile mo java, re ga zolol vibiri. Mo guanti wa go pe ni mara wa yu java zo. Mo guanti wa go pe ni mara wa yu mnande zo. No na marusna, re re dala ka jibi. Spoko grew up in the countryside of South Africa's northern province, and he wasn't really exposed to technology until he moved to Pretoria at the age of 15. He says he saw concerts at an arena near his house, but pop music didn't really hit him until he got to the city. Then I get to Pretoria, boom, everything was like starting to attack me, man. You gotta do music, you gotta do music. You gotta, why? Because I can't do, I, I, I don't know nothing about music. That's what I've been telling myself, like, why I gotta do music? While Spoko's passion for music was almost overwhelming, it wasn't until he discovered a computer program called Fruity Loops that he finally found the tool to help him recreate what he was hearing in his mind. Fruity Loops is a digital sequencer. You select sounds and then use a grid to punch out the rhythms. It's perfect for electronic musicians because you don't need years of training to use it. As a result, it's become massively popular worldwide, especially as a pirated version. Yeah, I just came across Fruity Loop on one of the CDs that my old man used just to bring from work. He used to buy those PC format magazine, you know them? He used to buy them because he's like a technician, my father, you know? So he used to buy those magazines. He just bring them home to read them, to find new programs. He doesn't care about the uh, demo versions of those software, those are in there. So I just hollered out to one of the magazine. When I was reading through it, I saw this Fruity Loop, they said, you can just do music now and save it as a wave or MP3 without a hassle. I'd be like, are they real? So I start searching for the CD that came with that book in that house, because he will just throw it away. I searched it for days until I find the right CD, load it on my computer. Everything started now. Then I found Fruity Loop 1.1. That's when I start to believe that there's God out there and is looking at me. I started to do miracles now, that's why I started to push my thing. Fruity Loops lends itself to a distinctive style of composition. Early versions had limited numbers of potential samples, so the tracks were spare, without the layering that is the hallmark of so much electronic music. Combined with the ability to sample anything and incorporate it into the rhythmic grid, the result is a music that's intense and percussive. It's a style that's all over War God. Spoko was disappointed by the aftermath of Township Funk. He didn't receive any credit for the track or for its successful follow-ups. And to make matters worse, music in South Africa was changing fast. Kwaito was losing popularity to hip-hop on one side and to a smoother, more cosmopolitan form of house on the other. There's no more Kwaito in South Africa. Kwaito, man, is like down the drain nowadays, you know, because like the big names are, are old now. They are no longer creating Kwaito, those who came up with it. You know, so even the youth from those sections, they are no longer creating Kwaito. They are too much into hip hop, too much into R&B, too much into African music. They are no longer, Kwaito is for Thugs. You know, the music that was created by Thugs is not easy for somebody in this nowadays to join it, you know because they believe if I do Kwaito, which means I'm from the township, I'm in the All-Star and Dickies, and I'm not. 
so I can't. <laughs> you know, so it's like even my music. Some of the people they used to say, "No, your music is poor, man." Even if you played in a club, the club just tend to be a shabby. What the fuck? <laughs> I'd be like, yeah. I mean, it's not my fault. That kind of perception is a real problem, and it cuts across the lines of both race and class. While Spoko's music can be played in the taxis and clubs of his hometown, large-scale South African success has eluded him. That's partially due to changing musical preferences, but it also reflects the deep divisions that remain within the country. Townships are tough, often crime-ridden places, and the music that Spoko makes carries their image with it. It's sort of like gangster rap, but without the middle-class appeal. It's still hard to get the masses into a shabin. In the place of a domestic audience, Spoko's received increasing amounts of international attention. First, the Ghost Town EP was released on True Panther Sounds, and now the full-length War God is out on Lit City Tracks. Both are fantastic, full of startling, inventive arrangements, and suffused with pitch-bent emotion. A lot of it's genuinely beautiful, and all of it is great to dance to. Spoko's music is a true product of South Africa, mixing traditional sounds and styles with up-to-the-minute technology in a forward-looking, cosmopolitan fusion. It's just a shame that unless things really change, so few South Africans will get the chance to hear it. Still, Spoko seems unfazed. He's right where he wants to be. A full album of remixed, remastered classics ready to be played to crowds around the world. I was just making the music for myself, and it ended up making it for the township. Now I gotta make it for the world, you know? But I'm ready. You know, I'm ready because like, I didn't just woke up and became dead. It took me 15 years. So the book of these 15 years, I can go back and read. I know all the fuck up was in the mess, so I can't go there. I'll be like, I know what is needed. I remember, I remember what my grandpa used to say. Podcasts are made possible by listeners like you. Like you, right now, listening to this podcast. And we need your help to make more of them. So, if you feel like giving, you can go to afropop.org slash donate to make a tax-deductible donation. Or, you can help us out by spreading the word about the show. You can tweet about it, you can post it on Facebook, you can do whatever people do on Pinterest about it. Uh, either way, we'll really appreciate it. If you like what you heard on this show, uh, you should check out more of the stuff we're doing over at afropop.org. In particular, I'd suggest Midwest Electric, which is a history of house and techno, or Afrotech, which is the history of synthesizers in Africa. Links to both of those shows will be on the program page of this podcast. Um, that's it. So until next time, I'm Sam Backer. <laughs>